I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine that had looped. Guys, it's Thursday, it's 8pm, it is the Look Sports Media slash Lower League Look Thursday Night Breakdown. I am on my own, but I'm not on my own because I'm joined by Grant. Welcome. Hello. I'll get back in the breakdown. Grant with a working mic. I mean, it's worked before. But it has. But... We've fixed a sound issue, which just means you can hear me even clearer than normal. Even clearer, and we're we're here. We've got no Hannah, as Hannah is. I think is she in the air still? She's, she's gallivanting somewhere. She's worldwide. We've gone global. Um, she's with she's with the US of A, is she not? She is. Um, she she just wanted to see Donald Trump. Donald um, Trump meet some Rex and fans. Yeah, the majority yeah. of them. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> Speaking of Rex, we're going to have Rex on. Tonight, we have a Wrexham fan joining us to talk about... Uh, see, here's my thing, Grant. And I know we weren't going to talk about football at the beginning. We are just going to have a chit-chat. But I need to tell you what I thought earlier, and I realised. I was like, right. for weeks, we've tried to get this Wrexham fan on. We've tried to get Stace on. And there's been things happening. We haven't been able to get it. And then tonight, it was like, yeah, all good to go. And I'm like, finally, yeah, Stace is coming in. And then I was like, oh, they're playing Saturday. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Play it's us. A great, it's a great prospect that they're playing Bradford <laughs> it's going to be hard isn't it I think for uh, for, for everyone um, to predict again it, it's going it, to be another tough one but the thing that excites me is you're probably looking at a record attendance in League 2 yeah so as far as I'm aware it, it, I think on Monday they announced they'd sold over 20,000 I know it's, it's over 21 they've actually opened up seats at the top of the main stand now that they've not opened in a long, long time. So you have to like pull some dust off those seats, are they not? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a, a, a modern day record for us and for the league. Um, in fact, I don't know what the record is overall for the league, but 
modern day especially it's it's going um we oh, have people good. watching as well grant we have people we do watching. we've got people in we've got we've, we've got birds of blue pete wild hi dan pete wild pete wild pete wild pete wild so we've got be happy if you had ryan reynolds on live that's not how ryan reynolds, reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. I'd be happy if we had Ryan Reynolds on as well. Uh, We've also got Chal on as well. Oh. Inf- the infamous Chal. Chal, you'll be you'll be thankful to know there's no surprises this week, Liam. Yeah, there isn't any surprises. There's no Chal inch. I'm um, this week for everyone to watch. So you've just you've got us a few fans for a little while, and we're just gonna chat a bit of shit really aren't we we're just going to talk nonsense about football um we've also got a couple of swindon fans olivia's realized what she's done um yeah there that's uh, who's that handsome chap in her photo just i tell you what she's she's punching she is she olivia whoever that is you are punching um we've got swindon fans as well ben harrison joining us and ben nichols we've got battle of the bens um, two swindon fans called ben i thought we could only deal with one swindon fan called ben I can't even deal with that. I struggle to deal with the one. <laughs> um, that's why I got all the rest of fools rushing into hospitality and made Ben sit in the stand on his own. <laughs> um, coming away from Swindon, before we go back to Swindon, Pete Bloody Wild. It's got to be said. Um, and then Ian's joining us saying, don't worry, Liam, they don't know how to defend. I'm guessing that's about Wrexham. I hope that's about Wrexham because I'm hoping Bradford now know how to defend. Um it's going to be a really interesting weekend for us, but we'll come on to to Wrexham soon. Jake Young is not a chicken. Look at Jamie and his croissant back again. It's his it's poo croissant. Jamie. Yeah, it's poo croissant. Jamie, um, I hate to tell you, but contractually, he's very much a chicken. Um, Jake Young is a chicken. And I'm going to let you know on a secret, and this isn't me in the know. I'm just saying this to wind people up. Jake Young will be a chicken after uh, after January as well. It's going to happen. Uh, yeah, Jay's pointing out, how about those 90s child photos from Out of Context Child? That was possibly the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And that was outstanding. I don't know how long it took him to come up with that or him or whoever runs Out of Context Child. Yeah. It, it was absolutely genius, and it just kept me laughing for a good long while. He's I love it. If anyone's not seen out of context, child page, go and have a look at it. The stuff that we've done last week, he's put some stuff on with that as well. And then he's also put on the these um, 90s child school book photos. You see the school bully ones? They oh, are the school bullies. Probably just, my favourites. It's uh, child, child looking like something out of Stranger Things. Um, it's just, it's great. I mean, child uh, says he can't wait to come on. Child. We will get you on soon enough, don't you? We will. Chow, I have a, I have an announcement. Actually, Joe Grant, actually, you said there's no surprises. Oh, God. I have a surprise. Do you want me to do the surprise now before we move on? Let's do the surprise, and then yeah. we will bring in Matt. Let's do Let's go for it. Okay, we need to tell everyone who Matt is first as well, because uh, yeah. we haven't explained it yet. He's, Matt's waiting, but we'll get on to Matt in a second. So... I sent Grant a, a thing in today in the group chat, and I just put guys and side eyes, and then I was like, no, I'm not going to tell oh, him. no. And I do this all the time. Um, I like to get people excited and then just back out and just not tell them what's going on. As you know, as you see you by Twitter, some, some of the tweets I put out, I put out for a reaction, and then I just don't respond because it's, it's funny. But I actually had a reason for those eyes today, and I thought, no, I'll wait for tonight. And now Charles here, I'll, I'll do it as well. So today I have had confirmation 
of our interview with Grant McCann. Oh. It's happening. I've sent some examples over. It's happening. I'm, I'm not sure on the date, but um, Grant's been looking at interviews. We've sent him some things like that. So we're, we're looking at, yeah, it's looking good. It's been, yeah, everything seems to be good to go. He's seen the Dave Artell interview. Um, I've sort of shown a mixture of things. I showed the McCurdy. I showed the uh, Jack Payne interview, the Ben Whitfield. I season. like it. That's going to be good. So we get to talk with... Grant McCann very soon. We're not sure on the date. We're not sure when it's going to happen, but it's it is it's in the works, and we've had confirmation. We've had a chat today, and it's looking very very good. So I'm 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 happy. But we're going from happy to someone who might. I mean, he might be happy, but footballing wise, he might not be very happy. And I would expect him not to be Mm. best pleased. And that's we're looking at Tranmere for this first part here. Um, we call it the breakdown and we were chatting and we were like, who can we have on for the breakdown? And we we're like, well, if anyone is going to have a breakdown about their team, it's going to be a Tranmere fan. So we, we mm. reached out and uh, we, we got one of the lads from uh, a trip to the moon, which is the Tranmere Rovers. Uh, I believe it's a podcast or a vlog. I'm not hundred percent sure. I never know what to call them because fools rush in, revert themselves to something different and it's, it's weird. So we're going to bring in Matt. Matt is joining us. Welcome. Welcome, Matt. How are you doing? Good evening. Yeah, very well, thanks. How are you? I'm very good. Very, very good. Um, doing well. I hope that good. introduction was on the money and not offensive in any way. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about what you guys do at A Trip to the Moon, because we, oh, how do we put this? We always find that Trammy is a very, very closed community as fans. Um, and we don't really hear much from Tramia fans. We do a lot of league-wide stuff, and we're going to get the one or two Tramia fans that jump in. That it seems to be that like everyone's kind of knit together and everybody stays together. Like, what's what do you guys do at a trip to the moon? Uh, so yeah, the, we launched um, maybe a month, two months after lockdown in 2020 as a way of kind of just keeping the Tramia content going. Really, we do uh, three shows a week. There's a show out every Sunday, um, reviewing the, the game of the weekend. There's a show out every Thursday, looking ahead to the weekend, and if there's been a week, midweek game, talking about that. And then every Tuesday, this is what uh, I enjoy doing the most. There's a player interview out. Um, so we've had over 150 ex players on over one a week for the, for the last three and a bit years, and it's been a, a lot of fun. We've got through a lot of players in that time, a lot of successful players, some who haven't had quite the success, but kind of telling the stories of people and their experiences with the club, really. And it's a, a lot of fun to do. So long may yeah. it continue, kind of fast running out of uh, of people, um, but long may it continue. To be fair, you could you could go for managers next. You've had enough of them. Had a few of them on as well. Uh, don't <laughs> yeah. worry about that. There's been a few of them have, have come on. Um, but, you know, the way football churns out players this day and age, in about five years, there'll be about another 150 to go through, won't there? So, I mean, just look back on our 2014-15 season. We had 51 players that year. So, <laughs> there's still plenty to trawl through. It's just a case of them saying yes. If you if you repeat that every year, you're golden. You can't look. Get, get 52 every year and you just you just keep going. Um, yeah. So, let's let's talk about your season so far. Um, in fact, can we, go, can we go back to last season for, for you guys? Because... I, I don't know if you saw like my, ver- I won't say my version, my side of things when we played you. I think we played you at Bradford in February, possibly when we won 2 0. Um, I said at that point last season that I felt that that Tranmere team that came to us, and bear in mind it is only over one game because I don't see it week in, week out, but that was the worst performance I'd seen from an away team 
since we dropped back down to League Two. How does how do you think last year was? Like, was it that bad, or was that just kind of like a, a one-off thing, or was it continually bad throughout the season? Um, it, it the away form has not been good for a while. The away form has not been good pretty much since 2020, 2021. It was poor um, in 21, 22. It was poor last year. Um, Chami haven't won away from home since February. Uh, that win, ironically, coming at Stevenage of all places. They obviously got promoted. <laughs> Currently on a run of seven successive away defeats, um, which is is not good. Uh, so, you know, you, you're, you're not the only tra- fan to say that Tramir have been terrible when they've come to your gaff and lost. Mm. The, the problems in 2021-22 were kind of masked a little bit by the fact, I say the problems away from home, I should say, were masked by the fact that Tramir had the best home form in the entire football league that season in 21-22. Mm-hmm. And that kept them up and around those playoff places going in until pretty much the final two or three games of the season. Last year, the home form didn't match up. It didn't stand up to scrutiny. And as such, that they they were in mid-table and they felt, or certainly the chairman felt that he needed to make a decision on the manager in March, which he did. And, um, well, that hasn't panned out particularly brilliantly since, unfortunately. From a from a manager perspective, I, I was surprised after that that game. I don't, I don't know if you remember, it was the one where the keeper went to catch the ball um, and he kind of just let it go over his head. He was stood on the line unchallenged and it just kind of dropped down over his head into the goal. And like after that performance, I was expecting the news of the, the manager to go the next morning. Like it was one of them where it's, you just couldn't see how he could possibly carry on. And like the writing was on the wall, but he, he did carry on. And from a chairman perspective there, has there been a lot of questioning and a lot of uproar about the chairman's approach to running the football club? Because I've, I've had a few messages saying so but i've not seen anything like publicly right well first things first on mickey mickey mellon obviously being the manager who was sacked you've got to bear in mind that mickey is Tramway's second most successful manager of all time you know mm. until mickey mellon took charge of the club in 2016 Tramway hadn't been promoted since 1991 he came in and he took them up twice he took them up from the national league to league two via the playoff final he took them up from league two to league one via the playoff final then covid happened the season got curtailed Tranmere got shafted um by points yeah. per game and got relegated um and they've never been able to bounce back from that that summer mickey left the club mickey decided he he'd, he wanted to move on to dundee united and i feel that he'd probably he probably felt that he'd been shafted as well and didn't really want to be taking Tranmere back to league two where it was ultimately going to be a lot tougher for him he mm. comes back a year later. Um, it's understood that he's come in to try and push the club to promotion. And then a year after he comes in, the transfer policy by which Tranmere signed and operated changed. And it changed to something that I personally believe Mickey Mellon was not comfortable with. It changed yeah. to bring, bringing in young players, 22, 23, 21, cast-offs from bigger clubs who Tranmere wanted to bring in, make better, and then sell. Mm-hmm. And look, I, I think that's all very well and good. I, 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 I think that is a plan that can work, but it has to, the club has to be at a certain base level for that to work, or your club has to be at a certain base level, depending on who your club is. And mm-hmm. I think if you look at an Exeter, it'll work. No disrespect to Exeter, but because they see themselves as a League One or League Two club. Yeah, it'll work at Forest Green and it did work at Forest Green. They got themselves up to League One. They were at the time they implemented that plan in the Football League. They were at the highest level they'd ever been. 
in, yeah. in, in their club's history. And then they managed to go again and go up to League One. When Tranmere implemented that plan, they just had two failed uh, attempts at trying to get out of League Two. They had come off the back of a demotion from League One the year before that. And you've got to bear in mind that any fan my age grew up watching Tranmere in the Championship and then for 13 years in League One. Mm-hmm. So the club, the fans don't necessarily see themselves as a League Two club. But if you are putting your flag in the ground saying we're going to sign these young players and we're going to make them better, you're basically saying, look, we're probably not going to go for promotion this year. And that's not what the club came out and said. But it's look, if you read between yeah. the lines, that's what you're thinking, isn't it? We're not going for promotion this year. We're bringing in these players. We want to develop mm-hmm. them. And then in 12 months' time, these are going to be really good players. So maybe next year we'll go for a promotion. So you've got to have a, a fan base who are going to be patient and comfortable with that. I don't yeah. think the Tranmere fans were willing to, and in my opinion, quite rightly, in, in some cases, willing to be patient with that. You've got to have a manager who's comfortable with that. If you look at the success Mickey has had as a manager, he had teams who had a really strong backbone, but he brought players in or he acquired players at the age of 25, 26, 27, and he made them better. He made them yeah. significantly better. Look at what Andy Cook's doing at Bradford now. Tranmere made him a better striker. They took him into the Football League. Look at what Norwood did. Tranmere brought him out of the Football League and he went to Ipswich for three years after scoring 30-odd goals in the promotion season. He made players better, but he made them better at an an older age. Your other thing is that the players that Tranmere are going to be able to attract are just not the kind of players they're going to make money that will make a massive difference to the club. We're not talking years ago when Tramay brought through Kumas or they brought mm-hmm. through Ryan Taylor or they brought through Alan Rogers or they brought through Kenny Irons, John McGreal, all these players who actually, when Tramay sold them, it financially saved the club in, in some circumstances because they were making yeah. eight, nine hundred thousand pounds, a million quid on these players. I think in this this market, Tramir ain't bringing in players who they're going to be able to sell for anything north of 250, 300 grand, really. The players mm-hmm. they're getting, if, if you're leaving a Liverpool, you've probably got 10 clubs you can go to or would want to go to before you go to Tramir, and that's in the Northwest alone. And that's no disrespect to Tramir. And, and, and actually, I think you'd probably get a better opportunity at a club like Tramir than you would if you went elsewhere because you probably play a bit more first-team football. But ultimately, that's how the world works these days, isn't it? In football and world clubs, people will go where the money is as opposed to actually, yeah. and the short term, as opposed to looking in the long term again, well, where could this move get to me uh, in, in my future? So you've yeah. got that kind of whole issue there in terms of the players uh, and the manager and the, the transfer policy. And I just don't think Mickey was ever comfortable with it. And then, obviously, last year, he he was he the strikers he had were poor. He was going for a a pragmatic approach to trying to keep the club in the top half of the table, and and that meant the football wasn't great to watch. And and some fans, rightly or wrongly, got impatient with that, and and the chairman felt that he had to s- sack him, presumably uh, because season ticket sales weren't good. I think that 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 is probably a really big factor in it. The problems are then. I think this is when the problems really started to to come out in in the fan base were worrying, is mm-hmm. that they then appointed Ian Dawes as manager. Now, Ian Dawes had been assistant manager to the three previous managers who'd all been sacked, and he'd been caretaker manager for two for eight games, of which he'd won two, but he gets appointed as manager. Yeah. He loses his first game on the last day of last season as permanent manager and then loses six out of seven this year, and, and, and obviously the chairman feels he has to make a change. So there were a lot of fans who were quite uncomfortable at the time with Ian Dawes being appointed as manager and probably thought that his appointment as manager would lead to the situation that Tram are in now. And then since he got sacked over a month ago, we, we haven't really had any update as, opposed, as in terms of to what the, the situation is. Is there a managerial search going on? 
are the club happy for Nigel Atkins to continue as interim manager? If so, how long are they happy for that to go on for? Is, is this something we're looking at until January? Is it something we're looking at until the end of the season? How long does Nigel Atkins want it? There's lots of questions. And I think the longer the form goes on, particularly away from home, uh, poorly, and it has improved at home under Nigel Atkins. That should be said. They've picked up seven points at home uh, under Nigel I know. I, I know. I got to witness but, it. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, but away from home, it hasn't improved. And, and I think fans are now getting a bit itchy. Um and, and look, I never usually want to advocate the club going, telling the fans everything that they have, that they want to do. I just don't think that that's a, a good way forward because things fall mm-hmm. through. And, and There's a point where there's got to be communication, isn't there, between exactly the club that, yeah. and the fans. And the fans expect something to come out, whether it's, look, we, we are sticking with Nigel Adkins for the yeah, foreseeable just, future, but not just, committing, saying he's going to be the permanent first team manager, or saying our search is still ongoing. I think Gillingham put something out, was it today or yesterday, put out saying they have inter- interviewed over 20 plus people. They're now they're reviewing their candidates and they're hoping to be able to make a decision shortly. We've not heard anything. It's been radio silence through from Tranmere. And that's the odd thing. And I think it would it would really help actually the players if they knew where they stood. Look, how many times have you heard a manager or a, a pundit or whatever say that it's never a healthy environment when the players know they're outliving the manager because they just some of them just down tools because that's just what humans are like. That happens in any walk of life. And think if you could say to the players, Nigel Atkins is going to be your boss until the end of the season, so you better pick your ideas up or you're leaving in January or you're leaving in the summer. They might start, you know, some of them might start putting in a little bit of more of a shift than they have been. Um, it seems so, like they knew who a manager was that's coming in in January and mm. go, right, I'm wanting to make a name for myself. And yeah. I want to be the first person on this team sheet. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get. I could get replaced in January. Yeah. Who do I you think, think that... would be? Who if they did? Let's say they came out and they said, "Oh, look, Nigel Adkins is going to stay until January, until the end of the season, whatever it may be." Who do you do you think the fans would accept that? Do you think the fans would be happy with that? Uh, is Nigel Adkins someone that the fans can get behind, or have they shown that they're behind him, or are the people already saying, "Look, we need to make a move quick because things aren't getting better." I think. Um... They have improved at home and that helps. So as I say, they've picked up points at home. So they're clearly improving in some ways away from home, different kettle of fish. Something needs to happen there. Clearly. Um, Nigel Atkins has the benefit of being a a former Tranmere player started at the club, obviously came through as a goalkeeper at the club. So he has links to the club and therefore we know that he has the club at heart and and he will do everything he can to, to try and get them out of the mess they're in. I think it's also probably fair to say there aren't too many better people they could get. Look, now, I know Nigel Atkins hasn't managed in many relegation battles and he hasn't managed in League Two for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. But realistically, who, who else is going to come in and, and, and be able to turn turn this around? I, there, there might be people out there, someone might throw names and you go, yeah, that, that sounds like a good idea. But then would they want to come in to a club who is at the wrong end of League Two? And, and actually, you know, the, the chances of... It is, is keeping Tranmere up actually that big a success story? Do you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, to come... At the position they're in at the moment, yeah, I guess it would be. But over a long period, if you look at your manager career and go, yeah, well, I went in and kept Tranmere. Of course you should keep them up in League Two, realistically speaking. So it's it's yeah. not... I, I might be wrong. There might be 30, 40, 50 managers who are looking at the wrong going, oh, yeah, fancy a bit of that. But um, it's it would seem unlikely to me. And that and that's kind of, guess, where it comes back to, like, you'd like to hear the plan. And not not a big plan again. This is what we're doing forever more, but just a bit of you know this is this is where we're at. Nigel Atkins, we like what we're seeing at the moment. He wants to stay, or he doesn't want to stay. So we're looking at this option, and we're looking at that option. But there just as you say, there hasn't been a great deal of communication on that front so far, and that's why some fans are getting frustrated. 
Have you got a wish list of managers that you, you, you would specifically look to see? And also, if anyone in the comments thinks of anyone that they would like to see at Tranmere or think would be good at Tranmere, based off what Matt said as well, feel free to pop up and we can all talk about the suggestions that come in. Well, uh, yeah, I've been banging the drum to get Dave Chalner for Tranmere for about five years, but that boat has well and truly sailed. Um, he, you, he, were he, you were chasing him off of us. I'm, I'm a Hartlepool fan, and I can remember back when he was us. You were looking at him. Well, and no, I, I think it was more the other way around. Dave, Dave fancied the Tranmere job, and Tranmere, I'm not sure, fancied him because at that point, my understanding is he hadn't managed in the football league, so they didn't want to take a punt on him. That's my understanding of it, uh, which is a shame because look at what he's gone on to prove. And, and I think they, mm -hmm. I think Tranmere could have got him before then. I think Tranmere could have got him maybe after. Um, other managers uh, had been sacked. I, they could probably got him after Brabham had been sacked. They probably could have got him after Mellon left in the first point as well. So, look, there's there's Dave Chalner will be top of the wish list. I see someone's mentioned David Artel. Um, I, I'm going to be I'm going to be really picky here. Um, I, and you you said it right at the top, uh, Liam, that Tranmere are quite a strange club in terms of the fan base is quite insular. I think yeah. actually the Wirral Peninsula and the Merseyside region is quite an insular area. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, I yeah. think the same extends to Liverpool and the same extends to Everton, and. Um, I therefore think for Tranmere, because of who they are and because of who the people view themselves as, um, um, you actually need to have some sort of link and some sort of connection to the club. One and, of your own. Well, I think I, I, I think it helps. I'm not saying it's an absolute necessity, necessity because there actually aren't that many out there who, other than Chalna, Paul Cook and Nigel Atkins, who would be that. But if you look at, if you look at the people who've had success at Tranmere, Johnny King, former Tranmere player, took them up three times. Mickey Mellon, former Tranmere player, took them up twice. John Aldridge, former Tranmere player, took them to a cup final and two cup quarterfinals. If you then look at the people who have had no link with Tranmere, Keith Hill chased out the door despite getting them into the playoffs because he just didn't get the fan base. Um, yeah. Obviously, Rob Edwards lasted about three months uh, before getting sacked, Mickey Adams took them down into the into the uh, the, the conference or the national league. The, the evidence suggests that having a link to the club helps. I'm not saying it's a be all and end all, but it suggests to me it's it's, it's a, a big help. I agree, um, and it, it, you are right. It is the it's the entire region. It is the entire area of the country, and I think you look at it, and you look at even like Liverpool and, and Everton as well. Um, Liverpool, most successful players, or, or in, like for the fans, Steven Gerrard, local boy, they, they, they now have Trent Alexander-Arnold, who they, they all get behind. Everton had Wayne Rooney. It's always about the, the young players from the area doing well, and that's something that not many areas in the country do. Manchester United do it, or did it obviously in the 90s, and they've done it with, with Rashford, but they don't generally do it. Th that area of the UK seems to really have that at heart, and they put a lot into players and they persist with players that are from that area because they've kind of got that in the bank without having to even having to raise a finger and they can get better and they, they get behind them. Um yeah, Wayne Rooney at Everton, Ross Barkley, I think is he's from Liverpool, isn't he? He is from mm. Liverpool. Um Tom Davis. Again. Tom Davis came through at Tranmere before Everton took him off us. So you know there's loads yeah. and loads of them. Um Curtis Jones obviously doing the, the, the business at Liverpool at the moment as well. So yeah, plenty of them. This suggestion has to be a joke though. Well, mm -hmm. I, I was going to say that, and then someone else has, and then Charles said, Curl will definitely keep you. I I, I don't agree. Curl um, couldn't keep up a sinking ship anymore, I don't think, could he? I, I think there's lots of things that Keith Curl can't keep up, and uh, it involves his missus being happy at the end of the day. 
um, as we saw in his interviews. But what I, what I will say is Keith Curl. I think he was interviewed for the job in 2014, actually. I think before Rob yeah. Edwards came in. Really? Um, I, I don't. I don't mm. think. I think so. Um, my understanding is that. He... In terms, I don't think he's the right man. He may, he may have been, but uh, this is a comment here. Don't think there's anyone out of work at the minute good enough really to take on the huge challenge that is Tramia. They might be best just keeping actings for the time until the right man comes along. Do you think it's a huge job? Is, well, is, it, a, is it as big a job as it looks from the outside? The, the league table would suggest so. Uh, I think there's a lot to battle with at the moment. Um, I think they didn't address the problems with the squad that they had. Uh, that needed addressing in the summer. They basically went into this year with the same midfield and I think the midfield's a bit of an issue. It doesn't offer protection for the back four and it doesn't offer a great amount of attacking thrust either, although Connor Jennings is making a, obviously a big difference to that person. I'd rather see him a bit further forward and therefore you could offer protection for the back four uh, with someone more defensive-minded in that central midfielder. He's uh, just a great striker. Connor, I love he, Connor Jennings. He tries and tries and tries. Yeah, Have and there were a lot of people who said, well? well, he's been fantastic. I mean, obviously, it's his second spell with us, so we know him well. And there were a lot of people who said, oh, he couldn't come back to Tranmere because, he, you know, he was playing in the National League last year. Well, yeah, but the year Tranmere got the most out of him, or they sent him on loan to, uh, to I think it was Barrow in the National League or somewhere, Macclesfield in the National League, They got because he, he, he just needed some games. And once he got those games, he was absolutely flying. And he did a good job, obviously, at times for Hartlepool last year. He's doing a fine job for us this year. He's probably been player of the season so far. So, you know, he's, he's a cracking little player. But there are, back to your original question, that there, there are big problems to address. And, and the issue is, if you take Tranmere out of the Football League... You know that's a that's a, a big blot on your CV, isn't it? It's not not something yeah. that looks good. Um, the, the hope is that there will be worse teams and that they'll pick up, and, and hopefully they will. I, I, I've, I've not seen a great deal of Sutton or Forest Green this year, but obviously their results haven't been great, and, and Colchester yeah. are beginning to plummet down the table a little bit as well. Um, but you know, it, it's it's a it is a huge job, and they, they've they've gone before. That's the problem, and the fans are. are, are, are terrified basically nine years ago nine seasons ago they went down into the national league fans are terrified yeah. the same is going to happen again and that makes Prenton park not a particularly good place to be at if you're a home team at the moment and mm. when, when it's not a good place to be when the atmosphere is a bit negative it can be quite difficult to get results as we've seen before and it's always cold <laughs> i don't know why every time i and i think that's more because we we seem to always play you on a tuesday sort of around october time in november and it's always cold and then we you play as us as in january february time i don't know why i've always just every time it's trammy i'm always cold just thinking about it um <laughs> look I, I do know you've got to you've got to, other things to do so we're, we're not going to keep you much longer but can, can we ask when when there's movement when we know something are you happy to come back on because we we've kind of we've touched up until this point and we can't we can't go no further because, like you said, they're not giving you anything. There's not, there's no statements coming from the club that we can discuss and try and dissect and try and work out what's going on. It's just radio silence. Um, are you all right to come back on? Are you happy to come back on later down the line? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Cracking. Yeah. Well, before you go, you played Doncaster on Friday night, seven forty-five yes. kickoff. Mm. Give us a score prediction at home. Well, they've been all right at home, haven't they? I think Doncaster have had a couple of good results lately, but they've struggled a little bit away from home. Friday nights, Tramir tend to do really well on Friday night home games. It's a shame they can't play more of them. Uh, so I'll go for a win. I'll go for 2-0. Yes. Here we go. Scored first. 
scored first in every single league game under Adkins, apart from one, and that was the 2-0 defeat to Crew last weekend. They've then obviously they've often conceded second, granted, but they have scored first in every one bar one. <laughs> and third as well. <laughs> um well look, uh that honestly, thanks very much, Matt. Uh, we'll let you get off and I know you guys are I think you're recording now, aren't you? Are you guys jumping on? Is that what you're doing? I think so. Uh, um, no, I've just uh, our, our show was out this morning for our weekend oh. preview. So if anyone wants to catch that, then it it is available. Give it a give it a listen, guys. Um, it, I think it'd be quite interesting to listen to. To be fair, because there's there's a lot more to this than we realise and like say because we don't we don't get much from the inside out. It, we we just don't hear. It was similar when Scunthorpe had their issues. They were very close knit and they were all in together. And then we started asking questions, and it was like holy shit, there's actually quite a lot going on here that we really need to pay attention to. Um, yeah, Matt, thank you very, very much for coming on. Um, it's been a pleasure. Good luck tomorrow night. I hope you're right. It'll be funny um, to see Doncaster's reaction if you do beat him 2-0. I think it'd be incredible. But thank you very much. Or the follow will be incredible. Matt, thanks no for having me. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Thank you. Take care, bud. Right, Grant. That was, that was nice. It was good to hear. It's good to, to hear the... the actual story of what's going on because we just don't get to see it yeah i mean we've not had a lot of tranmere interaction i'm no. through this through the 606 it's, it's rare that we do get someone coming on cal obviously predicted a 2-1 win for doncaster yeah i didn't put so. that on for a purpose i left that off just, <laughs> like, I'm, not, not giving him, I'm not giving chal a platform to say his score um, do, but, do you know what? I'm going to say on Chow's logo here. I've not thought about this until it's came on. I think it looks like a packet of Doritos. Yeah, it does look like a Doritos logo. Um, <laughs> Chow. Flaming yeah, hot Chow. Ch- flaming hot Chow. Oh, don't say flaming hot Chow. <laughs> now I'm picturing him like. <sighs> See, now because no matter what I say, out of context, Chow's going to clip it. Um, so I'm just going to I'm going to refrain from mentioning anything about Chow being flaming hot. Um. Yeah. Right. Get that off my screen. Chal, we'll talk about your logo another time because I have questions. And yeah, I have lots of questions. But Grant, now we get to go to the part that you're going to really enjoy, and I'm going to feel really uncomfortable about. Oh, it's going to. It's going to be. It's going to be great. I mean, we've even we've even got a request. No. Yeah. And we saying have. like, can you just get to the point? Can you just get to what everyone's passing here as as the main event. The, the ME. Do you know what, right? I'm going to say this, and I think I said this before we came on. I don't know if I said it at the beginning, but I, I, when we've been trying to, we've been talking to Stays for a while. She came on the 606 at the beginning of the season, and it's, you know, we've we've had a good laugh, and we've been trying to get Stays on this since we started doing it at the beginning, because we want to speak yeah. to more Wrexham fans, and, you know, we I get accused of all sorts of wild stuff when it comes to Wrexham, but <laughs> until we can speak to Wrexham fans, we, we find it really hard to kind of to say anything... Wrexham. Yeah, yeah, we can't form, a, form an opinion. Um, so just before we move on, by the way, Ben Nichols has just said Ronnie Moore will get the job. I think Ronnie Moore is so happy in retirement, Ben. He is. He spends he his weekends to see. He goes. He watches every team that he's used to manage. Yeah. So um, come on, Rotherham. Come on, Pools. Come on, Trattner. Yes. Yeah. He just he just enjoys football. Mm-hmm. I don't think he wants a job at this point. Um, another person who we're going to be interviewing, Ronnie Moore. Um, that's. So anyway, no, on the on the Wrexham front, we've been trying to get Stace on for weeks and there's always been something between us, like Stace has been busy or we've been like busy or we've had something else planned and we've just not been able to get it over the line. And then Grant was like, Stace has said yes for this week. I'm like, fantastic, let's go. Who are they playing? Bradford. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, ah, shit. And 
people say we talk Bradford too much or you talk Bradford too much. We can't help it this week. We it's just can't. It's going to be an interesting It's not even one. you this week. This is purely my fault this week. This is Grant. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk Wrexham. Stace, welcome to the show. Hello. Good evening, Stace. How are we doing? We all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm a bit tired, but all good in the hood. All good in the hood. Are you going to, yeah. are you traveling up Saturday? No, not oh. coming up Saturday. Oh, you're going to Sorry. Yeah. Miss Billy Bantam tackling a giant Mickey Mouse balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I say that like I've had approval from the club. I haven't had any approval from the club. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, well, look, let's 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 do it. Let's let's not just talk this Saturday, Grant. Can we please be nice? Um, no, no. Let's talk. just talk more. Let's talk more. Let's talk more. I'm gonna let Grant take me. this one. Don't be frightened. It's only me. <laughs> no, no, but it's Wrexham. Like, this is this is. I had Wrexham fans in my mentions the other day saying, "Ah, oh, you'll be gutted when we beat you on Saturday." And I was like, to be fair, on game one, but, sorry, when the fixtures came out, I kind of highlighted the home and away game for Wrexham and said, "I'll write those points off because." We didn't. I didn't expect us to be able to beat you. We obviously beat you in the cup, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so, and then we've changed completely top to bottom as a team. So let's. It's. It, I mean, right now there's no pressure on us this weekend. It, the, the pressure is on you guys because we. If we lose five nil, we're still looking for a manager. Kev McDonald isn't going to be held accountable. The players aren't going to be held accountable. We're playing a, a strange system. So it's going to be interesting. But let's go back to Grant. How far back do you want to go? 2000 and. I'm going to start with the start of the season. But if you want to go further back. Then no, I don't, I don't want to go further back. I've watched the documentary, <laughs> Grant. I don't, I don't need to go don't, further back. I don't, to, I, I don't want to talk about the National League much more. I don't think Stace wants to talk to the National no, League. No, thank you very much. No. <laughs> what's, it like, what's it like at Dorking? <laughs> Do you know what? I love the Dorking manager. I think he's awesome because he's yeah, just straight to the point. I like people like that. Yeah, yeah it can be a bit harsh sometimes, but I don't. I don't know if anyone's seen. Have you seen his interview today about what he's going to do if he goes up if they get promoted? No, I didn't so, see that. Go on, tell no. us. So he has no coaching badges, so he cannot manage in the EFL. But he is refusing to do his courses, and he said he was asked what what happens if you go up. He was on Talksport, and he said if he goes up. He's going to put his 17-year-old kit man, Mitchell, through the badges and name him as manager. That's what he's going to do. Uh, that, is like, that is like some crazy Ted Lasso shit, isn't it? Yeah. But he, he said, he said, the re, he said his plan is, they, they said, what's your plan when you come up? He says, I'm going to get the rules changed. That's the thing. He said, why do I need a badge? Why do I need a license to manage, manage a group of, of men in the in football? That makes no sense. If I was managing children, things like then that, I can understand it. He says, but... I don't need. Why should I need a license? I'm not operating operating any every machinery. I'm literally playing managing a football team. It's it's bizarre. There's no there's nothing different really to it in terms of the levels. You're still managing. You're just managing better players. Um. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's talking. That's on the that's for the national leagues breakdown. Um. Let's talk this season. I'm gonna let Grant take this because yeah, I'll just get accused of stuff. So I'm just gonna. Go no, back. you won't. I will. We'll get, just, <laughs> we'll just get people coming in. We'll get people, we'll get people coming in straight away. Kim coming in saying evening Stace. Cryptic construct Hi. asking you to not scare us. Yeah, I can be scary sometimes. No, crypt- not really. Cryptic construct also saying got to love my have I got a delay? I don't know if I've got a delay again. If I do, then oh geez. Don't know, Grant. I can't see it. It don't matter. Look, we're going, we're still we're powering Listen through. Yeah. 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 
How's the season? How's the season been treating you so far, Stace? What have you thought of your glorious return to League Two? Um, I think we all underestimated how tough League Two is going to be. To be honest, um, I'm not going to lie about it. It's been a bit of a shock to the system, including the players as well. You know, I think some of them thought, "Yeah, we'll be fine," and it's just been a shock to the system because um, it's been a long time since we've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the first game, yeah, I just wanted to cry in my seat. To be fair, <laughs> I, really, I, I did, I did really with laughter, with laughter, Stace. I did with that because it, like, <laughs> I, what you're writing, what you're saying, like, it was a shock to the to the fans, to the club, but it it was like we'd had that back and forth all summer with with fans about it, and it was everyone was kind of trying to say, look, it's not going to be as easy. This season's League Two is is the hardest it's been in years. And well, it's definitely, since we started doing this, I'd say this has been the hardest League Two. By, by far. And and I think when you look longer. at it, yeah, when, when you look at it as well, it shows when you see teams like Sutton, who are rock bottom, going and beating Walsall 4-0. And like teams are just pulling out. Anyone can beat anyone and not just beat them a little bit like comprehensively beat teams you guys have been firing goals in though and that's my worry as far as as far as finding your feet you you came in even though you lost on the opening game you scored three goals is that right yeah like yeah it's it's not really heard of for a team to win to score three goals on the opening game of the season at home and lose like that that doesn't really happen what was the atmosphere like like how far into the game did people sort of go, oh, that's, that, that wasn't expected. Like, how, how, how was the atmosphere and what were the fans? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm just kind of saying about it all. Well, from my point of view, I've seen it straight away, to be honest. We were just not, not there. Um, I was I was sitting in my seat very worried. Um, we just looked half asleep. Um, yeah, we can score goals, but conceding them is just horrendous. I mean, we never really get caught three on one either. So I think our issue is we've always got like bodies around, but it's just combination of basic mistakes. And we put all them together in one game. It's just a mess, isn't it? combination of like small mistakes it's, it's just it's just horrendous you've been used to playing in the, the national league and from 
someone who supports the National League team, you get to a point where you go, well, if we make a mistake in the National League in the, in the defence, we can maybe get away with it. I mean, you've had that for a few seasons now, and you've been on and around the playoffs, getting ready to go up, and everyone's been expecting it for years, but then you come back in, and you get caught off a team who have definitely been an overachieving team in Wimbledon this season, first game in your first game, yeah. and those mistakes have just been costly straight away that you maybe would have got away with in the National League. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, everyone seems to blame our defensive players quite a lot, but I think our issue is the midfield as well. Like no one takes control of the situation in midfield at all, and it's just the ball going through like a mint polo, mm-hmm. and then the defense are like, "What the hell am I supposed to do with that?" So I, I don't blame our defenders fully. I think our midfielders blame as well. Um, I'm a bit annoyed with Parky at the moment because he keeps not playing Youngie the last few games, Luke Young, and he's the one that plugs that hole. He's he really does. What's that? He's saving him for Saturday. If there's anybody Probably. that knows how to perform, and this is the other worry for us, it's Phil Parkinson knows what to do at Bradford, and he he knows he was there for long enough. He knows how to turn the crowd. Yeah. He knows how to control that place. And um, weirdly, and I'll tell you a little thing about Phil Parkinson as well. For any Wrexham fans listening, Grant's dad can't stand Phil Parkinson. I don't know why. He doesn't, Grant's dad doesn't know why either. He's got no reason for it. I've asked him, why don't you like Phil Pat? I don't know. Like, But it's not even just like a dislike. It's a hate. He's got a hate for the man. There's no hate reason why. But Phil Parkinson, if if he's been, he, he I, I think he'll play him Saturday um, because I've seen a lot of Wrexham fans talking about him. And that that is just, yeah. that's that for me is like typical Phil Parkinson mind games. Not been playing him get into a false sense of security that he's not going to play and then he, then he plays and we, we don't cope. He, 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 he just plugs in that hop, mip, I can't bloody speak. Plugs in <laughs> that mint polo, doesn't he? Yes. Um, Turns it into a soft mint. Yeah, he just takes control of this situation as well. Um, I'd go and then maybe Taylor to close down a cross out wide. He's there. He's, he's just there. He's everywhere. Um, I believe... I watched a documentary the other day and it said, and correct me if I'm wrong, because my memory is absolutely shocking. I think he runs a minimum of eight miles during the game. Wow. So I, he's I, literally I'm everywhere. Sure. Yeah. He's I've avoided this season. I've, I've avoided this season's, um, but I'm adamant on Saturday that I'm getting into next season's. Like that's, that's I'm I'm going on Saturday. I'm going to do whatever I can to get into this. <laughs> that. That is, <laughs> I am shoehorning my way in to that documentary. I'm um, worried about his. I'm worried about his plans. I'm worried about. Yeah, what he's he's going to run naked on the pitch, aren't you? That'll get in switch, surely. <laughs> not, not again. Um, yeah. This, it, I, this comment's an interesting one. That Stockport yep. had the same problem at the start of last season. They had the very slow start. That's a slower start than they had uh, this season. I think you've started quicker than Stockport did last season. Yeah. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong with that. Probably Hannah when she listens to it. No, you're right. It was mid-October. Uh, I think that's what Hannah's always said. It was kind of mid-October before Stockport found any kind of form. You guys have had good results and very, very good performances, but it's just been inconsistent. 
And yeah. like you, you've beaten teams that you've beaten teams comprehensively and like you've played teams off the park. And, you know, I, I was paying it. I was watching the uh, the game on Saturday and it, it's like even at 2-0 down, you are not done. Most teams in this league go 2-0 down. It's it's damage limitations. Let's If we can sneak one back, then maybe we can sneak an equaliser. But with you guys, it is, it is you are going to win that game even at two. Hannah, when she's obviously a Stockport fan, when she was 4-0 up, she still didn't feel comfortable. And that's a, that's a testament to the the management, the style, and the squad that you've you've built there. But you've definitely started faster than Stockport did. But Stockport did have a very very rough start. But they, they finished in the playoffs, and you guys are you're up there, and you're in that conversation oh, so, now. I think Rex were only three points off top. Yeah, when we're, when you're looking at as a whole, and really that is nothing in the grand scheme of things. I used to, I, you've got to still be feeling confident about chances this season. Not quite yet. Um, I still don't think we've fully clicked as a team, to be honest. I really don't. I do not think we've clicked fully as a team. Um, I still think there's a lot of work to do because things can go south very quickly, as you know. Um, and if we keep making the mistakes that we are, which some of them are really schoolboy errors, aren't they? That they shouldn't really be making, not with the squad that we've got. Speaking of schoolboy errors, and speaking about you spoke about holes and and like you said that people blame the defense, but you feel like the midfield's got to take some of that blame as well. Being realistic, do you do you guys as a fan base feel that Ben Foster's let you down this season by retiring because he had one bad game realistically, didn't he? He wasn't he was at fault during that game, but overall he was still the best goalkeeper at this level. Like He, he was he, at yeah. that point. Do, do you feel that he's maybe, or does that worry you? Maybe that he went, do you know what? This this ain't for me. Maybe he saw something that, that we haven't all seen. But do you feel, is there any sort of, I don't want to say animosity, but does anyone, did anyone look at what he did and go, really? You've, you're hanging up your gloves over that? I personally don't blame him you know he's he's older and he did say originally he just wanted to help us get promoted and then we all kind of pressured him as fan to do one more year and I think he just fell into that he got sucked into it didn't he um but I felt really sorry for Mark Howard because he retired and then Mark was just thrown to the wolves really wasn't he mm -hmm. um and he's not a bad keeper at all um you know he he's the main reason that we got promoted as well because he did really well in the National League for us. He did. He's a really good keeper. And I think he's really underrated by our own fans as well. I think um, we need to give him a bit of a break because he was definitely just thrown yeah. thrown under the bus, wasn't he, with Ben leaving as well. Um, he and, came out of nowhere, didn't it? Yeah, and he, he's not had game time either. And he was just thrown back onto the pitch. And then people, well, fans, were being really harsh to him. And I didn't like that. I absolutely love Chomp. His nickname's Chomp. He's such a down-to-earth guy. And, you know, he welcomed Ben Foster with open arms. He, he wasn't an arse about it or anything. And I just think yeah. our fans need to give him a bit of a break as well. Obviously, now we've got Arthur. Do not ask me to say his last name. I cannot. I'm not going to try. <laughs> we've got a new song for him, and it's it's slightly helping me to say his last name. Well, I tr that, I'm trying to. I, I have a question for Cryptic, who's wrote that comment there. He's 40. When you're 40, you'll understand. 
cryptic. Are you telling me that at 39, I'm going to get a contract short term at Wrexham <laughs> and then I get a chance to retire the season? Because I will take that. At least, I you at least he's saying you look younger than 40, though. That's, that's a positive. I mean, he should be saying I look younger than 40, Grant. I'm nowhere near. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I turned 35 a few months ago and I woke up that morning and I, I literally thought, well, footballers retire at 35, 36, so it's over. For me, my chances are done, but Cryptics just said it. I could be in 13 to four years' time in the sticks. Wrexham, welcome to Wrexham, season seven or whatever it's going to be. It's going to be me, <laughs> me loving life, um, retiring after game one, if that's what happens. Um, but yeah, what, what it must be when you stop referring to your knees as left and right and you start referring to them as good and bad. That's how it already happened to me. Mm. Uh, yes, I yeah, but Chomp, he's wrote, Chomp got us promotion, so we've we've had a confirmation. Chomp is not just a, a nickname that you guys have. Um, and then he's asked you to sing it, oh, and God, I agree. Man. I agree. Yeah. Do you want to lose viewers? Because that will happen. <laughs> <laughs> Look, says I sang earlier in our group chat because I was asked to introduce um, a new member of the team without any idea of who the person was or what they were doing. So I sang Copacabana in about a, a lad who called Lewis. Um, and I still don't really know what he's doing, but welcome to Lewis as well. <laughs> um, Cryptics also said, "Old man bits hurt at forty. Is the specific about that? <laughs> it, are there specific old man bits? Um, he grow new old man bits. He grow new bits. Um, and then Ben, and I'm going to be. I'm, I'm, I was going to apologise, but I'm really not. So Ben, who's a Swindon fan, has said Foster had. Jack Young, but he has corrected with Jake. Look, he has said Jake. Foster had Jake Young and Dan Kemp nightmares. Um, he did. He did. He did. Um, that was it. Was brutal. Um, what what was happening? So yeah, no. Look, I, it was just more of a wondering. Speaking to Wrexham fans, we don't like I say we don't really get to speak to many Wrexham fans that have been. How do I put it? Like being been around, been there, and seen what's gone on and seen the real shit times at the club as well, which, you know, people who are local and people have been there from the beginning, it's 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 nice to actually see you guys back. And, um, yeah, so to find out what the thoughts were on Ben Foster. Were you guys shocked when he re-signed, or do you feel like, did you think, come on, if we keep pushing, we're going to get him to re-sign? I had a feeling he was, he was going to sign, to be honest. I think it, he made it pretty obvious. Um, he played his first game when my son was mascot as well, so he was... Caleb got to uh, high five him in the tunnel, which was nice. Your your son's a little bit of a, a celebrity, isn't he? He's yeah, a bit jealous to be fair. <laughs> not... To be fair, I'm I'm a bit jealous of your son as well. <laughs> yeah. He gets to um, he gets to meet Ryan Reynolds, and they get to have high fives and uh, hugs and all that stuff. And it's look. We've been, I don't want to say critical, because we haven't been critical of, of the owners. We haven't. We've liked to wind people about it. We've, there's been other things we've been critical of, but it's not actually the ownership that we've been ever really critical of. We don't. Look, there is jealousy, and I've got no no qualms in saying it. There is obviously jealousy. Oh, yeah, anyone is. anyone would love it. Should it, it. it, would it, well, it, should it, it, it <laughs> the only The only thing I have to say about it is the, and this is where I, I kind of turned the documentary. I watched the documentary first season up until you brought Parkinson in because I wanted to see what they said about Bradford. And that was it. And then when that was <laughs> done, I was like, nah, I'm done. It was when they said about, and they gave this big thing about why Wrexham. And it was like, 
come on, say it, say it, say it. And they didn't say it. And all I was wanting them to say was because Hartlepool turned us down. I just wanted that honesty because obviously they did chop around and I, I get it. But look, you, there you is gelatin. It could have you, been anyone, really, couldn't it? it you know, why not? our cards weren't marked. You see, you see, if it was us, I would be absolutely reveling in it. I yeah, would be winding would. Him, him up. Something awful about it. This wouldn't have ever started. This I would never ever start a podcast with you, ever. <laughs> it would not have happened. Um, but yeah, no, there is a, there is a jealousy, and I've, I'm not bothered about saying it. People deny it and say there's a, there's not a jealousy. There is a jealousy to the to what you're getting and the attention that you're getting as a club. Um, we're just the, the, happy. We are and, really happy. Mm-hmm. Like we're just enjoying actually having a club again because yeah. it was literally non-existent, wasn't it? You know, the fans yeah. putting their mortgages up to save the club. I think people seem to forget that. You know, yeah. we were folks really should, folks should never have to do that. Folks no. should never have to do that to put themselves in a in a personal position like that to to continue just to go and watch football. Yeah, it's that's bad. what that's what it means to the fans, though. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's not just Wrexham. I'm pretty sure other fans yeah, across but... League Two and wherever would do the same for their club. You know, mm-hmm. we're not we're not the only ones. There's nothing yeah. special about just mm-hmm. us doing it. Um, but mm-hmm. at the time, it it was happening to us, and Robin Ryan rescued us. And mm-hmm. why wouldn't we be happy about that and brag? Some people brag about it, and why not? You know, we've got a club again. And I'll say, like, from, from my perspective, like, people like yourself, I, and th- th- it was, it was my I, people thought I had an issue with uh, what did I get called last week, Grant? Hold on. I mean, I thought it was over this. Chester. <laughs> Grant, I don't even think that's directed at you, Grant. I don't think um, it is, but it just brought it all back to me. Cheers, cheers. Ha- Hartlepool got pumped by Chester on Saturday, so Grant's, Grant, we've not been allowed to mention Chester. I did oh, see that, yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Um, oh, way to go. Um, yeah, that's going to go and like, waterboard myself now. But yeah, like Jay, Jay's saying here, Donny, Donny fans, they were doing something under this along the same lines under Ken Richardson. Scunthorpe fans, they've just been doing the same. Um, they yeah. raised obviously sixty-five grand to to keep the the club afloat. Um, it's it, football shouldn't ever be a burden. Like obviously, yeah, when, when, you, when you lose, it feels like a burden, but it's not a burden, yeah. is it? It's just no. you know, it's disappointment, but it shouldn't ever be a shit i if i don't you know remortgage my house at work i'm gonna lose my like that shouldn't ever be anyone's responsibility for, as a fan it really shouldn't so yeah no look, they have come along and they have they have saved you as a club and look like i say i got caught xenophobic i got called grant uh, <laughs> I, I've, I have no idea how how that's happened but it is fine here's a question for you and it's it's actually been asked so, Saturday, possible record attendance in League Two. Um, does anyone know what the lowest out of the 92 leagues club attendance is and what ground it was at? So, Ian, I have to ask you, is that the lowest average this season or the lowest ever and where it was? Um, if you can tell us on that. But Saturday, let's let's talk Saturday. What do you think you're going to do, Scores? What are you predicting? <laughs> I should get Caleb to predict because he gets it right every bloody game. I'm not exaggerating either. He does. He's had three two for 
last weekend and and got it right. I just think, yeah, whatever, mate. You know, you know. Maybe don't ask him. Maybe don't ask yeah. him this week. Usually, if I do a score prediction, everything goes wrong. Recently, give us a score, so. give us a score prediction, Stace. Give us a score. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> if you say it's, if you say it's going to go wrong, say that Bradford are going to win it. I I think. I think you're going to score a couple of goals, and I think we are as well. I think it's going to be a messy game, so to mm-hmm. speak. Do I think it'll be a high-scoring game? Yeah, I think I think possibly it might be. It's got, but, it's got the makings of being a similar one to the Swindon game. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So I hope it's not because I can't cope. You know, I can't. You should have seen me on Saturday. In fact, Millie. I'm sure everyone knows who Millie is. She turned around and was filming me. And when Jordan Davis scored, I sounded like a man the way I was shouting. <laughs> I grew at Adam's apple, apparently. Like <laughs> I can't cope. Um, my poor little heart. It's uh, it's a little bit much at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, no. I think it's going to be a messy game. I'm, I'm going to go with mine. Oh, hang on, Grant, before you do, because I've just Stace has just done a typical football club statement answer I did, didn't I? where she said so much but yet said so little i'm good at that stays give us a score prediction please i'm gonna go three two to us i'm not doing this anymore <laughs> go on what do you think it's going to be then do you know what? i i think it could be a draw, um, but I think a three-all, four-all sort of thing. I, I, I don't know why. Yeah, and, and I just think it's going to be because it's going to be completely end-to-end. The crowd is going to be wild. You guys have sold. Oh, I think, Pete Wild. I've disappeared. I'm still here. I'm still here on that. Stacey's still, still here. Stacey, you're still here. Have we, have we I'm got still you? still here. You both Cracked. disappeared. <laughs> oh, well, we... we, we Kind of, yeah, we'll wave. Um, you guys have sold, I think, is it two, two, eight that we gave you in the end? Something like that, two, five, two, eight. But you, you've sold out anyway. Uh, it was two, eight, I think, isn't I'm it? Gonna, I'm gonna wind those fans up so much on Saturday. Um, 21,000, I believe, isn't it? It's gonna be, it'd be, they think about 22 and a half, 22, between 22 and a half and 23. Oh, god, um, I'm not going there. Well, they've they've removed a lot of the segregation as well to to make more seats to make more room. Um, so yeah, so we, we're expecting a good a good twenty twenty two and a half plus. Which is the top tier open that the stand up yes. we were in as well. Yes, both, both tiers. It's going to be a good atmosphere, isn't it? I'm going to give you my prediction. Go you on. already know my prediction. I, I said this. I said this before the season started. I've and forgotten. I, I am. I do this occasionally, and you know what usually happens when my predictions come out. I predicted a seven, a seven nil win. I am when when Bristol um, City beats Gunthorpe. Yeah, Bristol Rovers beats Gunthorpe. Bristol Rovers beats Gunthorpe and went up. I said a League Two record Valley Parade. I said it'd be the first game of the season. It's not been the first game of the season. Oh, fucking hell! I remember that Bradford would get spanked five nil. By Phil okay. Parkinson. And oh, I, I always sticking. knew you'd be my favourite, Grant. I, I am knew you were my favourite. Sticking to that. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be your favourite. He supports a team that you have no no competition with. He's he's, he's harmless. Um, no, he did say that. Five nil, Rex. If that happens, I hope you are prepared to do 
a solo six or six on Sunday, Grant, because I am not coming on. Uh, no, do you know well, what? I'll to take be your place, Liam. You can That's come all right. on by all means, please do. Yeah. I, I mean, to be fair, given I'm, how it went when I was on holiday, it probably won't get started anyway. I was going to uh, say I'm not allowed to do it on moon because it just goes wrong. Yeah, but it's me. <laughs> right. You're having a hard time, weren't you? Couldn't get it on. I I don't think it's going to be. Uh, uh, do you know what? If it is a five nil, like I say, given what we've seen this season so far. We're ex- we're in a we're now in a transition period where we're waiting for whoever's going to come in to come in. Um, I've got a funny feeling that they're already appointed and it's going to be Monday, um, possibly Wednesday because we play MK Dons on Tuesday. Um, I I feel that there's that it's already happened that the appointment's been made. So I don't feel like this this weekend Bradford fans will just move on. They will just move on and look to the next because. If, if Hughes was still in charge, there'd have been riots at the ground if we got spanked 5-0 on Saturday. But the fact is, he's gone. It's it's a weird atmosphere around at the minute because, I don't know, everyone's just behind Kev Ball. Um, and I think you guys are going to may, maybe struggle at first. You, I think Phil Parkinson may sit back at the beginning and just kind of see what we're about because it's, ha- it's hard to, to judge what a team are going to do. Um, you know, you no know the first thing Phil Parkinson's going to do is if you win the coin toss, he's going to flip it around straight away. And yeah. that'll just turn your fans straight it, away. It, it won't. That's what, oh, what they need to do, Stace. It, get, it just kills the atmosphere at Bradford if the away team does that. Yeah. I think maybe the second half is where you need to watch what we're doing because we're very sloppy in the first half. Always without fail. Um, but second half, we just seem to wake up all of a sudden, like, oh, we're playing football, are we? We're here. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> um, also, Fletcher, when he comes on, Jesus Christ, what a player. I'm a crappy mint warm up. <laughs> what a player I'm he joking. is. Um, can I just, before we come on to Fletcher, because yeah, I do, I agree. Um, two things, Grant. Number one, if they do do that, it, it happened in the the Swindon game. They flipped it because obviously Jake Young knows mm-hmm. it, this, and yeah. it didn't it didn't matter um, because they've kind of got they're behind it. You know, Hughes has gone. We're behind what's happening. It didn't change it. Um, they won't do it because in the second half, if they allow us, if they they play, if we if they keep it as it is in the second half, Wrexham will be playing towards their own fans behind that goal. And if they go behind like they have done a lot, they'll want them to suck that ball in. They won't want to be coming, attacking yeah. our stand. I don't think they'll be wanting to attack a full Valley Parade if they go behind in the second half. Like, that's what I feel like they'll look and go. If it was any other game and they didn't have that stand behind the goal and they were just on the side of the the, the, the Midland Road, then yeah, but I just I can't see it. Um, just going to point this out before we do move on. Uh, yeah, there you go, Grant. I noticed you avoided it. Uh, I was avoiding that like the plague. God's sake, Andy. Cheers for bringing that up again. Um, and Cryptic said, we're the same at home. Goal to, uh, goal to the second, not so much to the empty cop. Yeah, you, you want to play towards your fans in the second half. And this is why I think Bradford should move a fa- move away fans to that goal behind, that, sorry, to that stand behind the goal always because it, they, won't fo- they won't swap ends. Um 
we've got Charlie here. He's a bit of a dog, is Charlie. Um, if there's one thing that's realistic, it's Bradford leading for most of the game and bottling it in the second half. That's that's the story of Wrexham's season, though, as well. Losing in the first half and taking it in the second. So, yeah, it probably is written to happen. And then we've got here, Fletcher is a steal for League Two. Let's talk yeah, Fletcher. He is. Let's talk him because he wasn't supposed to be your sign and he wasn't supposed to be the guy Luke Armstrong was. Do you feel that now, after everything, that's it? Luke Armstrong, not gonna, he's not even going to be looked at by Wrexham again or do you think that there's still a chance in January that's a discussion? Why would you spend that much money on him when we've got Fletcher now? It just makes no sense whatsoever and I think he's better than Luke as well. He really is. Not just... Yeah striker wise and being the the goal scorer um just watching him on on a few games now the space and the clever football that he plays as well is just yeah i'm sorry that with my mouth wide open sometimes just like whoa right, you know. Steph, listen listen what you do in your own times your own thing <laughs> <laughs> i do that though with andy cook last season i sat with my mouth open so often and he, he never, didn't even give me a look in um, <laughs> oh, Grant. You, tell her not. you know, oh. I was trying to behave myself, and now you've just I've got to edit this. Behave, so I hope you're ready. Oh, I, you can tell Hannah's not here because Hannah, Hannah's the one that kind of keeps us behaving. Um, yeah, so look, I actually saw on Saturday Fletcher, he, he there was a flick on for it. I don't know if it was the first or second goal, but there was a little flick on that he did when the ball got played up to him. and, and I watched it and I, I was on the iPad because I was I was on holiday and I just I tapped and I just rewound it and I, I probably watched it five or six times and I was watching it going, how the fuck did he do that? Like, oh, no. I couldn't work out what he'd done. Like, I knew where the ball went and it was like the, the perfect touch, but I was watching it just going, what did he do? Like, what did he actually do? And it just shows his, his mind is at that level of, yeah. above where... Even though his his legs aren't what they used to be, and he was never really about pace, was he? He was ne- he was never that guy. But you know, his body's going to be his, the age is catching up to him. But in his mind, he's still got it, and he's able I, to make those little things. I criminally underrated how good he would be in this league. Yeah, criminally underrated. So I, I was like, old, nah, he's going to be he's going to be rubbish. His legs have gone. He's too old for it. But he's very. I, I was so wrong. He's such yeah. an intelligent footballer for this level. He really is. Probably well, one of the most intelligent footballers I've seen, to be honest, recently. But I think Grant Grant saying what he said, like we it was justified at that point because we've seen so many players drop down to this level from League One Championship Club, and they've just not without wanting to make it about it's Swindon. Not, Charlie it's Austin. Not just, it's not just that for me though, is as being a Scottish person, I've never really massively rated Fletcher. I just don't think I've appreciated him at the level that he's at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's maybe probably so. what it is. Maybe so. And and like I said, we, we've seen players come to this level from those levels and with, they've come in with all the hype. And like I, said, I just said, Charlie Austin last season, Charlie Austin this season compared to last season is night and day. Phenomenal. Completely different players. But we when... When you you signed Fletcher, obviously it was early in the season. It was the end of the window, uh, or it was after, just after the end of the window, wasn't it? Um, we'd not seen Charlie Austin really do what he's doing now. Um, I know he's not scoring goals, but he's putting in that sort of performance that you see him from Fletcher. But we didn't see that last season. So when when he dropped down, we all kind of went, "It's another one, big wage, big name, 
yeah. av- average performances. But no, I, I agree. Like I've watched on because he's come off the bench, hasn't he? A few times, I believe. I'm, I'm right in saying that because yeah, I've seen that he's not he's not started, he's not played every minute. No, um, he's not fully fit, is he? He's been having some injections into his knee and stuff because yeah. he's got a bit of fluid on his knee. So we just bring him on like 60, 70 minutes around there. Um, but he's just he what we again. need right he then in that moment. Game. Yeah, it's just what we need. You know, we were celebrating his goal and then literally bloody minute, two minutes after Jordan Davis scored as well. And we were all just a bit like, what the hell is going on? This is insane. I, I was quite... <sighs> I'll be honest. I've I've got a soft spot for uh, Salford. We've we've got like a, a good relationship with Salford, so I, I really did feel bad for Salford in 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 what happened. And but look, you, you can't really you can't defend it. It wasn't they switched off completely when they went two nil up. I feel like they kind of maybe they weren't that strong, Liam. You know, they weren't that strong. I've seen a few people Obviously say I was that. there watching it in person and mm. they weren't that strong at all. I, and I'm not slating them because I'm not that type of person. But what I saw, they just weren't that strong at all. That I wasn't thinking, oh, bloody hell, you know, we're going to struggle here. I didn't think that once. I just, it made me more pissed at the, at the Rexham lads because we're better than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they definitely just switched off even more in the second half. Yeah, Jake just said he assaulted with crap. I said at halftime I was worried. And that, that again, it's a testament to you guys as well because anywhere else in the league you go and you're 2-0 up at halftime, your your fans are inside at halftime, they're chanting, they're bouncing up and down, they're having the time of their life. But not with you guys. It's it's yeah. a, it's always tense. So, answer to the question earlier. Earlier on, we had this in. Where I was going to say, Ian, Ian put in a question and Ian has found the answer to his own question. So I like I like this working that you're rel- we're relying on your work to answer your question. Well, yeah. we're talking nonsense, so you can answer the question for everyone else. So he's given us the answer, and I I would have never ever guessed the no. answer. The lowest ever attendance in the EFL in the in the football league, seventh of May, nineteen twenty one, at Old Trafford with an attendance no of way. just thirteen. What game um, was that? It's uh, what, what year? 1921. I mean, let's be brutally honest. It wasn't long after the war. The, the chances are there weren't many people left around to watch. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were we were kind of in a repopulation moment then. Um, well, look, Stays, it's been, do you know, what? it's good to actually get you on finally. And we want to keep you coming on because... There's, there's, your season's going to go one way or the other. It's either going to be that you are up there or there's going to be, not necessarily from you, because I think a lot of the Wrexham fans that have been there and seen it and seen what's happening, you guys are just, you're happy to be back. You're just enjoying it now that you're back in the EFL. But there's a, there's a large portion of the fans that are new who are expecting big things. And if you those big things don't happen, the meltdown's going to be glorious. And I hope uh-huh. you're, you're, you're there to watch it with us if it happens. Um, so we do want to keep you coming on because... It'd be good to keep in touch and find out exactly what is going on. And bring your little one along one time. We can do it a bit earlier, I suppose, and we can we can ask about where on earth they're finding out about the scores before they happen, because I don't know. I know. It, it's how, Ryan always asks him. He comes down to our seats to see Caleb, which is really nice, and he picks him up and cuddles him, and he always asks him, you know, your score prediction, and he tells him, and he always says after... You got it right again. I don't. I'm just going to ask you every time because I don't need to worry. Then 
I don't know how he does it. It's just got to be pure luck, obviously. Either that or it's fixed. Yeah, yeah. well... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, if there's any club in the world that has the money to do it, it's yours right now in League Two. Um, no, Can I just so, add? Go on, add what you want. Salford, so Nicky Butt was there, wasn't he? I don't know if yeah, people are yeah. aware. Yep. He was yes. there. Yep. What a nice guy. Even though they lost, my son ran up to him and I asked for a picture and he was more yeah. than happy to. I and it, I just wanted to say, fair play. Yeah, That's he's decent. A, and and again, this is where like our our relationship with Salford's kind of grown because it is. It, look, it is a yeah. I saw it. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. Yeah, and uh, yeah. The the thing with it is with with Salford is that they, they got this reputation over the last few years where obviously Gary Neville was in charge and he, he was quite trigger happy. Um, they, yeah. you know, if a manager did well, did poor for a month, that was it. Sacked. Bring someone else in. Let someone else do it. Um. Gary Neville stepped away from like the running side of things. He's still involved in the ownership, but he doesn't really get involved in the running of it. And Nicky Butts become the CEO. He's running the club. Um, and it's like night and day to what it was. And like I say, the, the club as a, as a whole, from kind of top to bottom, Dave, anything we've wanted to do, it's been, yeah, how can we help? And that's what clubs at this level should do. Because like you say, when shit hits the fan, it's the fans that pick it up. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's people like yourself. It's, you know, I've with Bradford, we've been through it twice. We we had to do fan fundraising, things like that. Like we've all kind of seen our clubs go to the wall at one stage or another or get close to it. It's us that pick up the pieces. And I feel like the people running the clubs need to realise that once this is over, once their time is over, fans will still be there. Yeah. And and look, I don't know if Liv's still watching, <laughs> but this I've said this to Liv before when she's she's mentioned about me like going to football and like doing things when when she's been free and we've not I've not done up together and I've always said to her look football were there before you and football will be there long after um, <laughs> and she doesn't take it well I'm not really joking when I say it it's not me I'm not planning on it like but it's just funny to do um but it's, it's true isn't it it's not just about like partners I mean in anything you get attached to your club at a very very young age and the fact it that never you never leaves people, you no it never well, leaves you no it doesn't like my my dad is Wrexham born and raised you know that's where i got it from my yeah. bo- both my boys were born in Wrexham. both my sons my condolences. i don't want to admit my eldest son supports everton though the traitor is that everton that's like in wales <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean at least he's stuck to the country at least he's still welsh <laughs> yeah i mean oh. they were pretty close i suppose <laughs> yeah that, that 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 was that was wild before we go then um just to, to ask about that documentary, what has it been? What's it like, like on a match day? Because the, the way it makes it look, it makes it look like there's cameras everywhere and there's all sorts going on. Is it much different? Obviously, there's more people at the ground now than there used to be, but in terms of like media and stuff, are there a lot more media outlets and stuff there on match day, or is it pretty much just business as usual? But the, the club just capture footage as they go along. The Welcome to Wrexham team is always about, they're, they're always filming my son. So I had to sign some documents recently, so it'll be in season three because I've never done it before. Um, you won't see me in it because I'm always hiding. I, I, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. Um, I'm sure they'll probably sneak me in somewhere because they're, they're always uh, messing about trying to trying to film me and I'm always ducking like, no! <laughs> um <laughs> What do they look like? It depends, so I know that idea. 
What's that? Sorry. What do they look like? So I know for Saturday. Come on, <laughs> Agent Stace. Let me like find out how I do this. How I get. Bear in mind, I'm going to be dressed as a seven foot chicken. Oh, Saturday. you'll be on it then, definitely. Oh, I know I will. Well, just yeah. honestly, I've been planning things for months for this. Um, just look for out this. for the welcome to Rex and Bibs. It says it on the back. They wear their own bib. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm just going to steal a bib. You and a camera. <gasps> yeah. Do you think I can take the camera? How big well, is it? A big camera? Or fan cameras. Oh, I'm going to take a camera. Fan cameras. I've yeah. done a fan camera before. Guys, Maybe I'm I'm, I'm on Chicken it. Cam. Chicken cam. Oh, we'll go chicken cam. Um, I'll put the ball. I'll put the camera down on the edge of the box while I take a shot against your fans and then celebrate. Have you and Rex dancing together? No, he's not coming. <gasps> he's not going to go in touch. He's not. He's, we've not stopped him. We're, we're, I don't we think don't... I've seen him last week, actually, either. Was we, he there? We don't. So, <sighs> All right, this, this is really sad, but it's quite. I'm, I'm going to just say this now. So, we have a. There's actually a WhatsApp group of mascots. And yours isn't in it. And that's what? where, and that's where, like, a way, we've been trying. We've been trying. Um, Bradford, uh, the community foundation who sort of run the mascot settings, they were trying to get in touch with your guys to, to arrange because I was supposed to be going down last week to film some stuff with your mascot, but it, they, they couldn't get the right person. Um, it's been really, really difficult because there's so much going on at the club. No one's 100% knowing what's happening. Um, but yeah, like I say, he hasn't got in touch, or whoever's supposed to get in touch hasn't hasn't asked the question. So no, there's no Rex and mascot on Saturday, which is a shame. A, I love that there's a group chat of mascots. There's actually two. There's actually a serious one where, which is where you book your, uh, you 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 talk about going to each other's games, and then there's a non-serious one where we just take the mic. Um, it yeah. just sounds like the dullest group chat going. It's not. Well, you know, it's not great, but it's it's all right. Um, Did what you I will email say. It? I gave you his email, didn't I? No. Yeah, I passed it on. It's it's not my. Yeah, it's not my position. It's it's theirs. It's I have to get people to do it for me. And as far as I know, they did, but we didn't get anything. I don't know. I don't know. Um, is it a mute chat? It, it, mascots don't talk. Mascots do talk. Um, if you get close enough, cryptic. Cryptic's just wrote this. Is it a mute chat? Mascots don't talk. Mascots do talk. If you get close enough. <laughs> mascots say some ridiculous things if you get close enough um, but here's the thing, it's probably a good thing that he's not coming why? because I am shit or you're going to attack him? <laughs> no, 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 but I'll just make him go in goal for one of my absolute worldies into the top corner look, this season I'm, not, <laughs> I'm on form um, the only reason I didn't go to Tranmere away was because I was angry that Mark Hughes hadn't asked me to play Liam's the top goal scorer for Bradford this season I am. In his chicken more... soup. Yeah, I've got more shots on target um, this season as well. You need to film this so I can actually see it. Oh, it's, on, it's on Twitter. Is it? Have you never seen my shots? Oh, no, I've never seen it. it. Send it us. Uh, Grant, get, keep talking. I'll, I'll get it now. Don't you worry. You're going to fire it up just now. I'm going to fire it up now so everyone everyone can see. You guys just talk. No, one wants, no, one, wants to, no one wants to see this at all. It's chicken Everybody. life. Everybody wants to see his this. little his little tiny chicken legs keep on going for this. <laughs> He's not going to rest until he does it. They you know someone's actually put up a really scary thing. They've put up Liam for prime minister. Oh my god, we're all could in you, trouble. Could you imagine how much trouble we would all be if this one ended up being prime minister? Maybe. Yeah. Why? Why? 
But you see, any sort of talk or conference would go on for an absolute age, wouldn't it? Oh, excuse me. Like in his chicken suit doing it, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> right. The six or six. Well, there has to there has to be some sort of cock standing at that table, doesn't there? <laughs> the six or six, right, has run smoothly every time Grant hasn't been there. Every time Grant has been there, it's run on for three hours. So screw it's you. It's because he's bloody. That's it. I hope you're ready. I hope everyone's ready for this. They need to sign you immediately. Look, even you look surprised, though, with your celebration there. Look how surprised you look. Wind it back. Look at that. Wind it back. For those in the back, for those at the top row in the cheap sheets, cheap seats, look. That deserves a clap, to be fair. It does. I, honestly, I was I was more shocked than anyone. Um, that what he's not showed us the multiple shots they took before that he missed. Uh, excuse <laughs> me, I'll have you know that this season, my shots have been on form. I have smashed Gauzy. Not on purpose, because I'll be brutally honest, I can't see a thing. Um, <laughs> one thing that I have got for Saturday, so for any Wrexham fans coming, if you do see Billy Bantam coming towards, got a body cam. Got a GoPro, going to be filming. So if you want to give some stick, give some stick. It's fine. I'm going to put together a little vlog afterwards, a match day thing. And uh, yeah, so that, that'll be fun. Um, welcome to Bradford, it's called. This is the document. I'm, I'm, I'm making it. Um, I'm going to try and get someone in a Deadpool costume to introduce it. And I'm, I don't know. I, I just, I want, yeah, I'm going to try and make it really, really. I had, I had enough. I had another title, but I'm not going to say it because it would involve no, me doing on, more editing. No, it would enough. involve me. It would no. involve me doing more editing, so I'm not no. going to say it. No, <laughs> Grant, we are not getting censored. You can say it after. If you, if you think it's something to do with bird's eye view, but change the change the animal at the start. Oh, oh yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Well, you. Yeah, what? Look at it's not. It's not. It's not chicken eye view or bantam eye view. Cock eye view. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Why couldn't you say that? Uh, well, it's not not thinking in context of a chicken, but oh well, we're there now. It's out there. Um, Jake has just put before we leave. Some mascots take toys off children as well. Yes, they do. Um, and some mascots are very proud of it. Jake, I'll let you know. Um, very very proud of the work that they do to make children cry. No, I'm joking. No, um, but. Stay, do stick around. Um, we've reached the end, so I'm gonna we're we gonna say bye bye, Granks. We've gone on longer than we normally do, but yeah, stay, we've stick gone around on quite long. We'll, we'll chat. It's usually, about, it's usually yeah. about an hour. It's usually about an hour that we do this, but yeah, it's gone a lot longer. She won't so. Fucking shut up, would she? I know. Thanks everyone for yeah. Thanks everyone for staying with us for an extra twenty odd minutes and listening to us just ramble on a lot of old nonsense. It's been I'm, fun. Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks for everyone for dropping into the comments. Thanks for. Stace for coming in. Thanks for Matt for coming in earlier on to, for joining us tonight. It's been it's been a really good chat with both of you. Don't forget, we are live on YouTube just now. So if you're on YouTube and you've not subscribed to us already, just like scroll down a little bit, hit the subscribe button. There's a little bell next to it as well. Hit that bell button. That'll notify you whenever we go live or whenever we put new videos up on our YouTube page. We will be putting up League 1 and League 2 content very regularly. So you get our breakdowns 
of both sessions and also our podcasts when they both go up on YouTube. If you're yeah. on Twitter, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. If you're not already subscribed, retweet it out, like it, love it, do whatever the hell you want. If you're on Facebook, follow us, like us. I don't, can't remember what it is on Facebook. Facebook's like I don't use 10 it. years ago now. I don't really use it as much. But yeah, like us on Facebook, share it, do whatever you want. Everyone catches on Spotify. This will be up on Spotify hopefully tomorrow if me or Liam does it right. Probably me. I'll make a mess of it. I'm everyone. I'll fix it. We've been Blue Sports Media. Bye-bye. Let's dance. I don't know what this is going to do. Victory music when we beat you. Oh, yeah, I'm out. That's rude. Why are you doing <laughs> Up the fucking chickens. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.